Hey everybody, welcome to episode 12, So You're Going to Die. Uh, it's ironic that today, it's just in my brain thinking about this particular subject, but it happens to be my birthday today, so ironic that I am turning 51 today in an episode called So You're Going to Die, or podcast called that, um, with my journey with terminal cancer, and yet I've lived another year, so when they... Uh, when they say, you know, uh, how long does doctors give you? Yeah, any doctor that's actually going to give you a date like that? Yeah, I want a new doctor, to tell you the truth. Uh, although my doctors, you know, they did tell me that um, there's nothing more that they can do uh, for me. It's not through lack of trying. They've given me... Uh, for operations, they've given me uh, every treatment that they can think of, um, you know, uh, and <laughs> I have not enjoyed one of those treatments, by the way, but uh, it has all been for the fact that I am 51 today, which having been born with a pediatric terminal illness, and you made it to age 51, it's like living to age 300, Uh so, yeah, it sucks that I am terminal, and it sucks that it's been a pretty rough couple of months physically for me uh, with uh, cancer, and uh, really, too, uh, COVID really messed me up, and uh, just got over a big bout of walking pneumonia, uh, been having lots of problems with fluid in my lungs from all that that weren't happening before I got COVID. I also, too, on uh, Friday, no, Thursday, one of those days, I uh, got my first shot vaccination. Um, I'm pretty late to the party on the vaccination part. Um, Someone with my condition definitely qualified right away, but it was a hard thing for uh, my doctors to see whether or not I uh, should have one because of all the other problems I was having and didn't want to add to them at that time. But they all put their heads together and they finally gave me the go-ahead and it took me like uh, took me longer to get to my vaccination than it did to set up the vaccination. So, And uh, I've had no bad histories in my entire life with vaccinations. I mean, hey, I never got the whooping cough, you know. Didn't have to deal with polio, you know. Don't have to know what an iron lung is. Well, I might have to know what an iron lung is, but that's only because I have one lung. and They don't make them iron anymore, but thank God, but I might have to do that later on in life. But it's not because of the polio. Uh, vaccinations are a good thing. You know, the fact is that we don't have massive amount of smallpox running through our populations anymore. You know, it's a pretty big deal. And this vaccination to me is no different Uh Maybe been rushed out a little faster than I was more comfortable with. Uh, vaccination should take some time, right? You get the science right and all that. But, man, I also thought it would be pumped out faster only because the entire world was shut down. And everybody had to, you know, in the medical community had to put their heads together on the same problem. So I guess we, you know, when we need to do that as human beings, we, we, tend, to, we tend to step to the plate. And uh, But it is kind of still very discerning to me uh, that 
people that I care about uh, somehow think this vaccination is some big conspiracy for what I have no idea what it's supposed to do. But I have it anyway. If it's a conspiracy, I'm in it now, people. That's right. My chip's up. I got one chip. I'm supposed to come back in like three weeks and get the second chip. Maybe, maybe they activate then, right, you know. Um, so I'm a sleeper cell right now as vaccinations go. I don't know. Um, so anyway, I'm 51. And uh, episode 12, so you're going to die. Who knows? Will I, will I end up being whatever episode it is to get to 52? I'm... I don't know. I started these things a long time ago, so I mean, I'm only 12 episodes in, and I think I've been doing this. Who knows? Probably like two years or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not doing these episodes to do anything except just to really record for my family. Tell you the truth, some nieces and nephews and their children down the road that maybe they can hear my voice and some crazy thoughts to go on in my head and things that I think are important to think about. Tell you the truth. Of course, why would I would guess I would think so I'm doing a goddamn podcast. Um, but I also like the technology of the podcast opportunity for anyone really to where, Hey, what are, I don't think we do enough communicating nowadays about how we're all doing and what's important to us. And, and hopefully these podcasts and hopefully any future ones, I'm not stepping on toes. I think I did one when I got COVID. I was kind of mad about that. Sorry. Sorry, everyone, if I stepped on some COVID toes on that episode. Uh, but um, but mostly I want, I, and I, I'm, I, I'm just trying to document my own personal human condition and, uh, for really again uh, family members to come uh, and because my family has had a hard time with a lot of families you know it's nothing like it was an anomaly but uh, hard time with communication you know and it has to do with the fact that one generation after another generation just got sicker and sicker with that and till it became uh, just a brutal, brutal experience, you know, um, and I don't want that for the next generations of my own family, um, that's for certain, so I'm doing this, and it also gives me something to do, although I've only done 12 of them in however long I've done it, but still, you know, sometimes I even forgot that I even had this podcast thing, that idea, uh, I suffer really bad from, uh, high fevers and stuff. And so when, uh, that's going on with me, um, it's really hard for me to concentrate on pretty much anything. I'm always in a lot of physical pain. So, you know, I can maintain the physical pain, uh, to where I can like hide it. Uh, and I know that's probably not a good thing, but I've been doing it my entire life, so I don't I don't think I'll ever be able to not do that, uh, no matter how harmful that may be. I just won't be able to do it, um, I, mostly because I don't want to put in the effort that that would take to change that. It would take an awful lot amount of effort um, to do that, and I don't want to do that. Uh, but I recognize that I do that. Um, 
But when I am suffering uh, other symptoms besides the massive amount of pain I'm in all the time, um, quality of life definitely takes it, it, uh, a hit, but it's really hard to do things. Hence the term ter- terminal illness or chronic illness. Now, it's kind of taken a different definitions, I guess, throughout the years for people. Um, but chronic illnesses are real things. And I tell you what, too, fatigue's a real thing, too. Um, now that I am uh, 51, uh, you know, I've gotten to where the fatigue part really is probably the worst thing that I have to manage. Um, you know, it's hard to measure that out, tell you the truth. Anyway, none of that's what I actually want to talk about in this particular uh, podcast, nor do I want to talk about my birthday. This is not a birthday celebration podcast in any way, shape, or form. I've been thinking about in the last like couple weeks um, the notion uh, of forgiveness and uh, and how hard that is. And again, just you know, the uh, so you're going to die disclaimer. Uh, I am not talking about these topics as any form of expert in them or telling people what to do. Uh, I would like people to listen to these topics and think to, for themselves how what they do mean for, for themselves and share that with other people. That would be great, even if it's completely opposite whatever I believe. Um, but, uh, but I'm not here thinking like I know anything about these topics because most of these topics I'm talking about I've struggled with and and can struggle with them it's uh, I think it's important that we talk to about the things we struggle with Um, not to just buy into the fact that I struggle and go hey look you know things can be can be done better Um, not necessarily fixed but uh, alleviated and forgiveness was uh not a natural thing for me. I was not raised religious for one thing, so I didn't get the religious idea of forgiveness. Um, and I'm not putting any religions down, don't get me wrong, but some religions do better at forgiveness than others. <laughs> uh, I think it's just because some religions have a different view of what God is than others. Some of them have a very angry God, <laughs> it seems like, from the sidelines, and others have a much more loving God. And I find the much more loving God... Uh, religions, uh, those people tend to do better with, uh, forgiveness. Uh, people with a much more harsher, uh, Old Testament God, uh, or I don't know if there is like an Old Testament, uh, Muhammad or anything like that, uh, or Old Testament, uh, uh, Hindu or Buddha. I don't know anything else like that or any other, uh, I, you know, I don't think there's like, uh, you know, Native American religion, and I don't know the actual terminology for the religion, so if I'm wrong on that and you're Native American listening to this, I'm sorry. Uh, but it seems like they're so based in nature, though, uh, that forgiveness tends to come pretty easily, from, uh, which is pretty amazing considering that community has been, well, I guess they've been screwed around so much, I guess they've gotten really good at forgiveness. But I would think you would get tired of that sooner or later. You know, you'd have to reach your threshold somehow. But anyway, forgiveness. And um, 
I was not raised in that environment. I was raised, unfortunately, uh, in an environment where you did not forgive. You did not forget. Uh, you can score. Um, you know, I was raised in an environment but people that they were wronged, whether they were actually wronged or not, but in their mind, they were wrong. Uh, they could tell you what the weather was like on the day they got wronged and in, on any given, no matter how many decades ago it was. And, um, I unfortunately uh, took that personality trait and, uh, and have spent most of my life now, since I've known that about me, trying to squash that. Um, never fully been able to get rid of it. Uh, but I've been trying to, uh, recognize it faster in me when it's happening. Um, I still have a problem and, and it's not so much forgiveness, but if you, if I, if I lose trust in you, like, uh, you do something to where I no longer trust you, I have, uh, no ability to gain that, give that trust back yet. I, I've never been able to acquire that human capacity to do that and and it's and it's real good and it's real good uh and um for people to do that you know i think it's important that people learn uh nah i'm gonna oh daisy daisy's whining a little bit because somebody came to see her and then they walked away because they saw that i had earbud earpods and and uh uh, now she's upset. Well, I don't like Daisy upset. Anyway, uh, back on track. Uh, I think more importantly, people that have the ability to learn to give trust back. Not not away. Not, not right away. I've never seen that. Me personally, are um, doing better at the human condition than I am. I can tell you that much. Because I think that's a good quality. Um, I think it's something. I've I've never been able to nurture it. I just I don't know why that is, but forgiveness itself in its own right, which has nothing to do with, uh, you know, when I give up trust, it's everything to do with um, kind of letting go, not taking whatever it is that was the wrong or the slight uh, against me or to me. Um, so personally that it's going to be in the fabric of my existence from here on out. Like, you know, if you were doing an archaeological dig of my, of me, like, or cut me open and count the rings like a tree, you know, my rings would be like these never ending rings of things that people did wrong to me. And, uh, uh it sounds like a horrible way to live. And, and I've lived that way in uh, the first half of my life with that idea and um, about up forgiveness. And, and I was never able to forgive myself. You know, for myself, forgiveness has definitely been one of those things where you, you know, you can't give what you don't have. And, and so when I was never able to forgive myself, um, I found that I didn't have the ability to forgive others. And, uh, and it makes me a very, very 
ugly human being uh, when I lived that way. Uh, when I was living that way all the time, it was definitely that way. And, um, and I don't like it today, I tell you that much. Uh, right now, I don't feel that I'm being weighed down by having to give anybody forgiveness. I've just been seeing it uh, weigh down a lot of people and uh, and be very common about that. And, uh, and it's reminded me of uh, the journey of forgiveness for myself and how hard that journey was for me to even to accept that I needed to work on it, much less work on it. And, uh, and it's also seems incredibly, uh, just exhausting, you know, to be in a constant, uh, all the time, 24 seven, even in your sleeping moments, uh, reliving, uh, every single action that was done around you. And taking it that personally to where it just has to be this uh, constant battle. And hopefully that all made sense. Um, or, or I could forgive. I could practice the quality of forgiveness. and um, I needed a power greater than myself to help me with it because I needed to forgive myself. Um, and it wasn't that I had done... I had done some bad things as a human being in life at that time. Um, but I hadn't like, you know, murdered people. Like I, okay. I went, I went like full nuclear mushroom shaped cloud as an example, but you know, I'd done some bad things. I'd lived as a bad human being and I'd lived as a bad human being, uh, for so long that I was just a bad human being and, uh, any good qualities of me were definitely, uh, being, uh, snuffed out. Uh, until I finally, uh, luckily, was able to uh, stop that and slowly but surely and take responsibility for my actions and realizing that however I felt in this world emotionally, I couldn't take it out on the people around me. You know, I, for lack of better terminology, I, I learned that I had to grow up. I had to be like an adult. And there's probably people listening to like, like, no shit. Well, this was a hard concept for me. It was. It didn't come naturally for me. Some things that come natural to me don't come natural to other people, and vice versa. And and I had a really hard time with that um, for most of my life. And and then I found that uh, I had to search out peace of mind if I was going to survive in this world. I I had to change the way that I reacted to life, not. So that I could change the way I thought about life. Uh, I personally needed to move a muscle to change a thought. And uh, and so it ended up being uh, brought to my attention by numerous people all the time, thank God. Uh, different life conceptions that went 180 degrees against the life conception that I was living. And I had to throw those life conceptions out the window. And some of them I did rather quickly because it just was like, oh, my God, really? That's how, you know, how human beings really do want to live and do live and don't have to suffer, you know? Uh, great, let's do it. And then other ones were so hard for me because I didn't really have an internal roadmap that told, that told me that 
to let go of this thing that was causing me so much pain and discomfort and so much pain and discomfort to the people around me, you would think to let go of that would be a really easy thing to do and a quick thing to do, but I had nothing backing it up, you know, and uh, I only had that sickness. And so and uh, letting go of that, even though I didn't want it anymore, was really hard. It was very hard to do. Um, and um, I have found, though, too, that everything in life, come to find out, uh, you know, uh, because I, uh, I am a recovering alcoholic and why I loved alcohol so much, not just the fact that I have a gene in me that makes me drink like a pig. That's just the style of my alcoholism. Not every alcoholic drinks like a pig, but I do when I drink. Uh, the great thing I loved about it is because it immediately changed. Whenever I take a drink and that effect of alcohol hit me, uh, I numb. Uh, emotional, mental coma would happen. And so I, I started equating things that way in my life, too. So when I finally did get sober, I found that I still didn't know how to handle emotions. Uh, They're all still all or nothing propositions in my in my head. And, and so forgiveness was the same way for me, having to learn that, um, that I couldn't live all the time, all or nothing. Uh, it was, again, it was way too exhausting. And it wasn't working. I was just miserable all the time. And when I'm that miserable, too, I... I can't, even though intellectually, and I would say it out loud sometimes, like, I know I'm to blame, and I know that I can change, and I know that what I do is wrong, but really, I just couldn't stop and uh, stop pointing fingers at everybody and everything, and uh, and it really reminded me of my father, which finally got me to do the right thing, because, man, I don't want to have anything in me that, that resembles my father. Oh, my God. That man had some problems, and um, and so I uh, I finally had to come to terms with for myself and forgive myself, and that meant that I had to uh, realize that I am a miracle, like every other human being in this world. Um, that. The human soul and spirit is not meant to be tormented, that it's a beautiful thing. And uh, life itself can be very messy. But on the whole, it's a beautiful thing. And that I get to be in it. Um, And I needed a power greater than myself to turn that forgiveness over with. I'm not, again, like I said, I'm not a religious person. Religion just doesn't work well for me. Um, I don't have anything against it. Today, I was violently anti-religious, and I was a violent anti-religious against all the world's religions, by the way. And every spiritual concept, too. I was an equal opportunity hater and all that. Um, but I did finally get so much pain where I finally honestly asked myself, my innermost self, uh, some questions. Um. And there was an answer for myself. And and I found a power greater than myself that resides, that I believe resides in us all. I think we use many different terms for that. And I I use the word God because it's just a term that I like. It's a simple term. It doesn't doesn't quantify it at all to me, but it's a simple term that I can just say. 
uh, and the power grid in me understands all that. And, uh, and, and I found that that power greater than me that's in each and every one of us that I believe, uh, it's definitely in me, uh, is love. And, uh, and that love doesn't need a defense. It's just love. And love does not need hate. It's just love. But love is hard. When, uh, when I had no experience with it. Uh, positive emotions, positive experiences were harder for me to accept and do than chaos and, and, uh, and anger. Um, so I had to start doing some things different in my life. Very simple things to thank God. To start the process of one day at a time forgiving myself and one of the exercises that I was given that has been very helpful in my entire life, since it's been given to me, I should say, is to ask for patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love for myself. And ask for patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love for other people. Um, you know, I start with my family. I start with my loved ones. I start with people I care about, of course. You know, and slowly but surely, I want to move that dial, if I can, to just strangers, just going about, we're just going about life. Um, but I had to first start for myself, forgiving myself and, and then giving that forgiveness to others. And, um, and I had to realize that everything that happens in this world, uh, nobody's doing this to me. Yeah. I've run into bad people that have you know, just as scared as, as I am about emotions and shit, and they do crazy things. And there's no excuse for poor behavior. They have to take responsibility for their bad behavior, just like I have to take responsibility for mine. But man, I would take it to such extremes. And then I would start making actions and decisions based on those extremes because I would hurt. Problem was, for myself was, I was already hurt. And, um, and I wasn't handling that hurt properly. And so I was just, someone else would just do something human and I would take it and I would take every other hurt that's ever come my way and I would just add it to it. And, uh, and then it was okay for me to treat that person poorly or someone who reminded me of that person poorly, or if someone was being, showing me unconditional love. I get to treat them poorly because they don't know. Because this world is a veil of tears. You know, just these crazy, crazy things that were going on in my head that uh, were just not true. And I can still have those ideas in my head. Um, nowadays, though, I can be restored to sanity on them. I don't have to follow them. I know they're not true. Uh, and another thing that was hard, too, about giving forgiveness, I thought if I gave forgiveness, then it okayed if there actually was a wrong against me. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be a doormat. I viewed forgiveness as a weakness, when forgiveness is an incredible strength. Uh, not forgiving is incredibly weak, come to find out. Um it's cowardly uh, and it really takes 
no emotional anything to do it, unfortunately. It sucks all of the humanity out of me when I'm living in unforgiveness. But man, forgiveness in its own right, though, does take an actual responsibility where I actually have to take responsibility of whatever emotion that I'm having at that moment and then process it properly as a human being, as an adult, as not as a child. I mean, I'm 51. Why would, why? And I still can. I can act emotionally like a freaking five-year-old. And nowadays, though, when that does happen, I can catch it and I can move on, you know, because time is a wasting. You know, life is a precious commodity and it is very small. Even terminal illness or no terminal illness, life's not a very long uh, thing. And it's too short. And it's such a precious commodity. Why would I want to waste another second of it in self-made misery? And so even when I'm wronged, too, because I had such a bad uh, time with giving forgiveness, then... I would take that, like I said, I would take that wrong that was done to me, that was true and it happened, whatever it might be. And again, because I had not taken care of any wrong in my life, uh, just put it on the pile. And then I get to fuel that misery, my misery. You know, I get to just act like an insane person. And everyone's got to bow down to it because I'm in pain. And everyone's got to acknowledge my emotional pain. Ugh. Horrible. It was just horrible. Um, and can be horrible. So I don't want to do that. But I have seen here lately examples of a lot of different people in a lot of different stages of life with a lot of different beliefs that I know of and listen to and watch. Uh, that our idea of forgiveness is getting harder. Uh, it's not becoming like the first thing you should do. Anyone I know that's religious, and I don't care, well, again, what the religion is. Forgiveness is a foundation of, of all of that, and yet we hear it a lot. Man, I find those people to be the hardest ones to give it. And yeah, I'm not throwing... I'm not being anti-Christian or anti-Islamic uh, or anti-anything. I'm just saying, people that need to tell me about how much they are involved as the poster child of their religious belief, they're not really good poster childs. <laughs> the religions may want them to tone that shit down. Because the people that I have known that have been true to their religions, whatever they are too, never have to tell me about it. Because they're trying to live by a principle. And uh, they're letting actions speak louder than words. And I want that in my life too. I want that. Uh, I want to work towards that. I want to strive for, towards that. I want that to be my mile marker. Um, just not doing decent human behavior uh, as its own reward. I'm doing it just because it's just 
you know, everything else will just take care of itself. It's just that life for me becomes a less personal event because when I'm not forgiving people too or forgiving myself, either way, I am lost in self. I have become an incredibly selfish, self-centered human being again. That is not fun. Um, it's not very useful, that's for certain. So forgiveness, how are we doing with it today? You know, how are you doing with it today? And uh, Me personally, I uh, don't feel like I need to ask for forgiveness or give any forgiveness today as things stand. Um, which is nice for today. Uh, either way, I, I, I do have to uh, ask for help uh, with it, with a power greater than myself to help me with that forgiveness. Me personally, I, I don't have any other uh, muscle in me to get that job done, but I can do it though, so that's good. I don't have to stay in hate anymore. Um, and I can give myself a break when I just do a simple human mistake. Uh, and I can give other people breaks too. You know, if I want that people to give me a break, you know, I should be able to give them a break kind of deal. And, uh, and I'm sure everything that I've been talking about, most people listening to this are going, yeah, this is all pretty elementary kindergarten stuff how come you haven't figured it out well because i didn't you know and i still need to um so that's uh that's really the the deal though too in this world that i found when i started forgiving myself that i can now whatever my flaws are i don't have to be a slave to them and, uh, and most of them can be worked on, too. Um, and that's a pretty pretty good deal. And, and I'm grateful for that. So, anyone that's listening to this and has known me for a really, really long time, wanted to know why I didn't forgive them a long time ago, sorry about that. <laughs> When they forgave me from some for some pretty shitty things. <laughs> hey, sorry about that. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, you know, hey, I've got you know, and I have gotten better. I hope that that shows to the people that care about me in the last twenty some you know twenty some years. Um, you know, and hopefully moving forward, uh, too, from here on out. You know, I can continue that progress and um, it's not that bad. It's a it's a pretty good deal uh, being able to, you know, live in life uh, pretty loosely, not taking yourself so seriously. And yet being able to not run from an emotion, whatever it is, good, bad or indifferent, and uh, just have my day. And try to be useful too. I can try to be useful today and think about others. And um, that's an unfair advantage too. I mean, if whether or not you're suffering terminal illness or chronic illness or no illness at all, man, others-based life is the way to go. 
I don't care how hypeyish that sounds. It's the way to go. I found out. I will, I will shout that from the rooftops. Um, and uh, and I have plenty of people on a daily basis, constantly show me that, too. Um, pretty unbalanced people when I a lot of them when I met them and and uh, now I would uh, you know a lot of them I I trust in my life. So it shows the power of just changing an action in your life from being an incredibly self-centered human being to just trying to think of others, you know, by and working towards that through action, simple action. You know, I they got me to start thinking of others by making a, a room full of strangers coffee on a weekly basis. People I couldn't stand, by the way. Um, and a lot of those people that, that were in that room, uh, like I said, I trust them with my life today. And that was over uh, 20 some years ago. So uh, it's a pretty powerful event with it. And anyone that's uh, listening to this and, and they're still listening to this uh, episode and they, and they cannot forgive Whatever it is that's the final bottom for you, I hope that that comes as quickly and as painlessly as possible. Because I found for myself, I was uh, just squandering time. I wasn't even living. I was just surviving. And that's not living. And so uh, I hope that if you're listening to this and you still are and you're having trouble with it and it's kicking your ass, because it was kicking mine. That's for certain. I hope that whatever it is that you think is important in your life right now, you put all that on the back burner and put the effort in whatever it is to search out forgiveness in your heart for yourself and then forgiveness in your heart for others. Uh, and and get out of that uh, self-induced prison. Um, so... That's episode 12, So You're Gonna Die, the birthday edition, yay, so um, we'll see what's going to come next with this podcast, Lucky episode lucky number 13 will be next, Let's. I don't know, we'll see what that's going to have to be all about, um, Hope everyone else is enjoying their summer. Till next time.